From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. It's my pleasure to introduce Dr. Ed Locke. Dr. Locke is an internationally known business scholar. He's written several books. He's given talks on stress management and setting goals for your life and happiness, such as friendship, how do you set goals in friendship and hobbies, and really loving your life. And today we're going to talk about understanding your partner, your romantic partner. Welcome aboard. Dr. Locke. Thank you. Glad to be here. When people have a, when people get into a romantic relationship, Dr. Locke, they what they usually want most of all is to be understood. They might have come from families where mom never understood them, or dad never understood them, or their siblings always misperceive them and cast them in rotten roles. And the last thing they want from a partner is to be cast in the role of the nag or the role of the abandoning person. How how would you? What is it that partners? can do to understand each other better? Let me introduce this by sort of three views of love and lead in from mine. Um, The one view is that love is basically sacrifice, which is uh, giving up values, which I'm totally disagreeing with. Second view is love uh, love is narcissism, is grabbing what you want to feed your insecurities, which I also totally disagree with. And the third is egoistic love, which is passionately valuing another person because they're important to your life. And I, I endorse the third view that uh, egoistic love is uh, love of a, because the person is important to you, something the narcissist is actually incapable of because they can't view others as important. So if someone's important to you, the first thing you want to do to make the relationship work out is to understand the person and especially that person's values. Find out what. What do you mean by values? Because most people think of values as Judeo-Christian values. I don't mean just their conscious philosophy, but what what's important to them in life? For example, uh, what hobbies do they love? Okay, for me it would be dance. So I would Uh, want my partner. uh, Flying, dance, golf, hiking, music, painting, uh, fixing things around the house. Um, What type of art do they like? Do they like movies, plays, television? Uh, What kind of movies? Uh, does the guy like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies? Does the woman like uh, Steel Magnolias? Um, or do they like none of the above? Uh, what kind of vacations are their favorite? Do they like uh, resort vacations? Do they like uh, hard outward, physical work vacations? Right, outward like, bound. <laughs> they like, you know, outward bound. Do they like museum vacations going to Europe? Uh, what kind of restaurants do they like? Uh, do they like uh, the ambiance, the food, indoors, outdoors, Italian, French? Uh, what kind of clothing do they like? Uh, color, style. So this is very different from Judeo-Christian values. Yeah. This is what are the goodies yeah. in life that you treasure, yeah. your yeah. hobbies, your I mean, interests. Your... Sure. I mean, you need to understand their basic philosophy, and that's partly what attracts you. But given that, uh, everyday life is lots of value choices. Uh, what kind of decorations do they like? Um, what kind of roma- what's a romantic evening by their definition? Uh, do they like uh, candlelit dinners, uh, picnics? Do they like getaways? Uh, very important. Do they like surprises, or do they like the the thrill of uh, planning ideas together, or do they rather have somebody totally surprise them? Uh, some people hate surprises. Uh, some people really like them. So. 
So, what, kind of, what kind of surprises do they like? So, so Dr. Locke, if I were in, a, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, if I'm the husband, and I say, "Listen, I like vacations to uh, to the Caribbean," right. say the wife doesn't. She can't stand it. She did that her right. whole childhood. She wants right. some. She wants museums. She wants something right. a little more spark, you know, sparkling right. than just sitting on a beach. And right. he says, well, listen, I'm the main money earner here. Right. We are definitely going on a vacation to the Caribbean. And oh. I've, I've ordered some new furniture for the mm-hmm. house, mm-hmm. and he didn't consult the wife at all. All right. Well, this, you see, this kind of example is not a partnership. It's not a dictatorship because that's a political term, but it's a male-dominated. And the happiest marriages are really marriages where the parties are equal. So let's take the man in the vacations. He loves resorts. She loves going to Paris and going to the Louvre. Well, it, 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 compromises in this, thing, this kind of thing are perfectly fine. It's not a moral issue. So it would be easy to set up a vacation where let's go to Paris for a week and then let's end up in the Caribbean. Uh, that's one one of many ways you could uh, please both parties. Uh, and certainly, he shouldn't buy furniture uh, without consulting her. If he loves her, uh, her values are important to him and vice versa. Right, so she shouldn't do the same to him. She right. shouldn't run roughshod uh, over his values. There so was it's a good, There was an example from Dr. whom I mostly disagree with. And This man bought a dog, and his wife absolutely didn't want a dog. And Dr. says... What's the matter with you? You're trying to take away the guy's pleasure? So she's supposed to sacrifice. But that's not love, in my <laughs> mind. A joint decision would be they talk about this together and come to an agreement. If he loves her, he doesn't do things like that. Right, right. Unless that's it's narciss- abs- that's narcissistic. Yeah, you know? it's like m- the world's my way yeah. and you're my well, wife. I'm not which married. You're just my slave. Right, you're my slave. and it, yeah. it, you, it does become, as you yeah. said, it's a political term, but uh, it becomes like a mini-dictatorship. Yeah. And um, so other things you can see, what kind of foods do they like? Do they like flowers? Uh, what kind of small things do they love? Placemats, napkins, uh, soaps, scents. Uh, what kind of books do they like? Do they like poetry? Another very important is to understand their psychology. Uh, um, are you attuned to their moods? Uh, can you read their moods? Do you know what affects their moods, either for the better or for worse? Uh, do they have sensitive areas? For instance, maybe a particular woman might be upset by a frown because she was, had an abusive ex-husband, so it's very sensitive. So you'd have to be aware of that and be very careful. So instead of saying, oh, can't you get over that? Right, you know, I'm right. not him. You say, I'm sorry if I upset you. Here's what I intended. Um, you have to know how they experience uh, your actions. For example, uh, men, when they get sick, certainly true of me, are in a very bad mood and tend to withdraw. Mm-hmm. And women see that as a rejection. So the guy has to say, you know, when I'm sick, I don't love you any less, but I, I'm in a bad mood, so don't take it personally. You know, that kind of thing. So say, uh, and I know you'll feel that I'm rejecting you, but I'm really not. So they have to they have to talk about that. So the channels of communication have to be open. And right. I know we're down to the last minute. Right. One of the mistakes that people make is saying, well, if you loved me, you should know what I want, the yeah, mind well, reading. Well, mind reading is a very bad thing. Uh, maybe when you've been married 20 years, you can do that. But at first, you have to make yourself clear. And um, you, have to, you have to find out. For instance, do they want understanding when you come home from work? Do they want understanding? Do they want sympathy? Do they want advice? Well, quiet. And, and uh, yeah, which do they want? 
and you have to ask um, by asking them. And once you know that, of course, you'll know what to do the next time. Right. So we've been talking about how to communicate well, or actually how to understand your partner, how to value what they value, mm-hmm. and mutual, it's or mutual. Or understand what they value, even if you don't. Even if you don't value it. You understand them, they understand you, yeah. and you have a much freer flowing, or much better chance of a good romantic relationship. This is Dr. Ellen Kenner, and I want to thank you, Dr. Locke, for joining us today. Thank you. And Dr. Locke is my co-author in a book on romance, From Soup to Nuts, How to Meet Someone, How to Make Yourself Lovable, How to Preserve and Strengthen a Romantic Relationship, How to Part Ways if Things Aren't Working Out. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. Next week, tune in next week because we'll be talking with a trauma expert. If you've been through a layoff or if you've had some crisis in your life, which almost all of us have had, whether it's something that's natural like a tornado or a hurricane or a flood or whether it's man-made, an accident or somebody robs you, how do you deal with those type of disasters or traumas? And we will be talking with Dr. James Campbell who works with the American Red Cross Disaster Response Network. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. It's great being with you on the rational basis of happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Your first reactions to a potential romantic partner need to be accompanied by careful introspection because you may value certain attributes of the person and dislike others or because the person may act inconsistently. You'll want to resolve any contradictory impressions you have and tie all your knowledge together to get a concise, clear picture of their character and personality. Conflicts may also arise within your own psychology, such as indecision about whether you're ready for commitment or concern that this partner may discover your insecurities. Don't wait. Take the time to explore and resolve such personal confusions. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.